0: Welcome to episode 6 of the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host Meryl van Der Merver, and today we're going to be discussing homeschooling with Google Forms. If you haven't been listening to this podcast since the beginning, I suggest you go back and listen to episode 2 where I discuss why it is very beneficial to use the Google Drive apps in your homeschool and of course Google Forms is one of those apps. You may never have created anything with Google Forms. However, I'd be very surprised if you haven't actually used it. You may not even have realized you have, but many of the surveys that people create are done in Google Forms. Google Forms is easy to use. You can teach yourself just by using the help and by trial and error. However, if you and your children want someone to actually teach you how to use it, our show sponsor Fund Funder Academy does have a Google Drive unit study and as one of those four modules is actually on how to set up Google Forms and so you could purchase that and use it for your whole family. The other place which you can find it is in the computer applications class that Funda Funder Academy um, offers. This is a full year online graded class for 7th through 12th graders and there is a module on Google Forms in that class too. I'm going to just briefly touch on how you as a mom, a homeschool mom, might use Google Forms, but we're going to spend most of the time looking at how you can use it with your children. As I said, the main use for Google Forms is to create surveys, and you may find yourself trying to decide what field trip to set up for your homeschool group, or maybe just a group of homeschool friends. You may be just even trying to plan play dates. You may be trying to set up things in your co-op, all of these you will find that Google Forms is a very simple way to do it. Just follow your nose, set up the forms, ask the questions that you want. It's great if you're wanting a single question you could just use a poll. You could use the poll feature in in uh, Facebook for instance but if you've got lots of questions you want to ask like which is the best date for us to go on a, on, on a field trip? Which of these field trips would you prefer? How much is the most you prepare to spend on a field trip? If we went on a morning field trip, would you also like to do an afternoon field trip? Or would you like to stay for lunch afterwards? All these things can be, can be put into one survey. So that's your first use for it. The second use is to create quizzes for your children. Now, if you just have one child or you're just doing a specific topic with one child, it's probably not going to be worth it. But if you have a a few children who are going to be using the same material or even children you're teaching together, like I taught all my children geography together as long as I could, then it might be worth using Google Forms because your little tests that you set up can be self-graded. Obviously, if you ask an open-ended question, you're going to have to go in and and grade that yourself. But for anything that's multiple choice um, or check all the boxes, any of that kind of question, Google Forms will grade it automatically for you. Now let's move on to how your children can use Google Forms and why you should be using it. Well, if you were a school teacher, you'd know all about curriculum objectives. And curriculum objectives in science and math would include data collection and analysis. And this is something that you can practice with your children when you get them to use Google Forms. I would suggest that you encourage your children to do research projects from when they were young. You can do this even when they are. K through three. You can sit with them and help them to set up their first surveys. And as they grow older, you can let them do more and more on their own. Setting up a survey means that first of all, you're going to need a purpose for it. So you could give your children a research project or let them pick one. They could do something like deciding um, where most people like to go on vacation or or anything, anything you can think of, anything you want, and you're going to help them to sit and think, if they're going to talk about vacations, you're going to help them to design good questions. They need to try and design questions that are free of bias. They need to think through the population sample they're going to send it to. Now, you could be just posting it on social media, somewhere just like on Twitter, and asking anybody to take the, the actual um, the survey. Or you could be sending them to specific people. You could be asking your friends to share them with people in a specific area. No matter what it is, you can sit and think through these things with your child. When you start with young children, you could have a very simple survey that you can set up together. And as they get older, you can make it more complicated. So what are the children going to learn and what are they going to be doing as they are creating these surveys? Well, the first thing they're going to be learning is a little bit of design. Google Forms does have different templates and you can can use um, backdrops, you can use some graphics. And so for your artsy children particularly, they will enjoy making their forms look pretty. And this particularly will be fun for younger children. Then you're going to move on to setting up the different questions. Your children need to think through which type of input, which type of question is going to be best for what they are trying to achieve, the data they are trying to collect. Now, Google Forms allows you to put in, to actually type in answers. Obviously, you're gonna need that for things like the name, if you're gonna be collecting names. Um, It also has multiple choice. It has check boxes. It lets you choose from a list. It has a grid, and it has a sliding scale where you can ask, for instance, on a scale of 0 to 10, how much would you enjoy doing a specific uh, activity. So it will be interesting for your children to sit and think through under which conditions would you want to use each of those. Another thing that they're going to be learning while they're using Google Forms is logical thinking. Google Forms allows you to validate fields. So, for instance, if a person, if, if you ask them for the email address, you can set it up to validate that it is an actual email address that is typed in. You can also make sure that if you ask them to give a random number from 0 to 50, the number they give does fit, come between 0 and 50 and that they don't put in 99. You can force them to put in a number in the range that you've asked you can make sure that they actually complete uh, part of the survey. Some of it may be uh, optional, but you may have required questions, and you can show them how to do that. The other form of logical thinking that they can be using, and this obviously they're not going to do when they're younger, but as they're getting older, is that you can branch off from a form. So the form could ask, would you prefer reading a book or watching a movie? If the person selects reading a book, you then can take them to a specific set of questions which might ask which authors they like, do they prefer reading um, on a Kindle or an iPad, or do they prefer paper books, and there'd be a, a whole set of questions related to books. However, if they are answer that they prefer films, movies, then there'd be a different set of questions and that branching into two different directions, which of course is logic and something that you're gonna need if you're doing computer programming, that can be all set up within Google Forms, which is a feature that I don't often see used, but it is really powerful. Once your children have set up the form, they then will want to send it out. It is very easy to just send a link, you can send it via social media, post it on a website, uh, send it via email, and then they'll be sitting and getting excited as the information comes in. Because on a Google Form, you can both see your actual form and then you can just click a button, you can see it very obviously, and you'll see the responses. Google Forms automatically create a summary of responses. You can still see an individual response, but it also will group all the answers together. So, for instance, in preparing for this, I just went back and looked at one of the forms I created at the end of my uh, U.S. history class. I asked the students what they'd like best, what they'd like least, uh, whether they would recommend this class to other people, and things like that. And when I asked what would they like most, all of those answers are collected in one place, so I can quickly glance and see what everybody thought about the class. What were the things that people most liked or least liked? If there is numerical data or if more than one answer, an answer can be picked more than one time. So for instance, if you ask, you know, did you like how would you describe um, if you like this, would you say you liked it a lot, a little, not at all, anything like that where people are selecting similar answers, you will see that Google Forms automatically will provide a nice little bar graph to show you um, how many of the same answer have been selected by the respondees. But you can go one step further than just looking at the charts that they give you. And you will see also at the top of your response sheet, at the top of that page, there is a little green button which allows you to export all your results and to get them in Google Sheets. Now I have a a, uh, podcast episode on Google Sheets 2. I think that is episode 3, so you can go back and listen to that one as well. But if you get all these results into Google Sheets, this means that you can, your children can then do further manipulation of the data. They can create uh, more graphs and charts in different formats, they could also manipulate the data, they could uh, do statistics, use it for statistics, they could find you know what the average uh, age of the people who have responded, for instance if you've asked for ages or whatever it is, they can then perform more calculations on any numerical data that has been collected. So I think you can see that Google Forms would be a really great tool for your children to learn to use as they do research projects and as they start working with data and collecting it from multiple sources. And this is going to prepare them well for college where it is very likely that they're going to need to do something like this so I hope you found this episode useful and that you've enjoyed it if you have please tell your friends about it I would love if you spent a few seconds and just went and rated the podcast on iTunes and uh, perhaps even left me a review if you want to refer to anything that I've said in this episode just go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and search for episode 6 Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandemirva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.